Welcome to the Happy Healthy Hustle podcast, where we explore the intersection of health, happiness, and productivity. I'm your host, Christiana, and I'm super excited to be here with you today. Today, I have a special guest on my podcast. It's Myriad Fry. Myriad, thanks so much for being here. Oh, I'm super excited to be here with you. Thank you. Tell me a little bit, because you have an amazing website and, of course, an amazing side hustle. What is your main profession? My main profession is I'm a field sales manager for a Fortune 100 technology company uh, based out of Chicago. So that's my day-to-day job. Awesome. Uh, but then my side hustle uh, is I'm a moving mentor or a moving coach. So I've moved 18 times in the last 23 years, uh, primarily for my field sales manager position. I was a, a field rep at the time going all over the country. So I've had um, just lots of time to explore all different places. So that's primarily what keeps me busy. And uh, I also have a little pipe, a podcast called Marriott's on the Move, because when I would move from place to place to place, um, one of my higher ups used to say, oh, Marriott's on the move again. And it just kind of stuck. That is a good name because of course, you move from place to place, and I assume you're working remotely right now, or are you going actually into an office? Nope, I'm working remote. So my role has always been remote, which has been kind of neat. When I first started at the company, uh, I was in our headquarters. Uh, and then, you know, I, I always loved being on the outside. I became a recruiter for the company. We went to all kinds of colleges all over the country. Uh, I actually had been to Purdue several times. I know you were a Boilermaker. Um but yeah, so I, I've always um, been remote outside of those like first couple of years in school. Um, a fun fact, because I did study at Purdue University, which is located in Indiana, West Stuff at Indiana, and their, uh, their symbol is a little train, you know, they call the Boilermaker. So one of my friends gave me a mailbox that looks just like the train from Purdue. And I put it up outside of my house when I moved to California, when that many people actually know Purdue University. So a lot of children were very intrigued by the train mailbox. I bet. Stand at this mailbox and open and close it and look at it. And I thought this is such easy entertainment. And then some moms told me that the children would say, Oh, can we take a walk to the train mailbox? And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) Try like Thomas the train or something, you know? And where do you live right now, Miriam? Right now I live in Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, awesome. I grew up on the South side of Chicago. So I spent, um, you know, my, most of my childhood, I went to college in Illinois down at Southern Illinois university, but I moved from, uh, Illinois when I, after I got out of college, I moved from Illinois to San Diego, to San Francisco, to New York city, back to Chicago, uh, and where I did kind of the suburbs and the city kind of a couple different times I would renovate houses with my dad, which was really fun. And then, um, then moved to Charlotte a couple of years ago. So I've been here, gosh, almost three years now. Awesome. So for you, that's probably quite a long time. It yeah. is. And I'm actually considering moving back to Chicago right now, but, mm. um, I, I, I typically, when I'm thinking about moving, I, I go through a framework that I have that I, that's kind of what I use with my coaching and my mentoring. Um, and so now I'm actually going through it myself. And so that's been a total different experience because I, I've used it, you know, for years, but uh, I never really had to, had a workbook to work through. And now I have a workbook to work through. So now I'm actually like, okay, I'm going to sit down and write it out and think about what I want to do, where I want to live and, you know, all that fun stuff. 
This is amazing. So I would love to know what is your superpower, Marriott? Why don't you share that with us? It's adaptability. Uh, I can, uh, to give you an example, my um, the last move when I found out there was an opening in Charlotte, I have family here. And so um, they wanted me to start April 1st. And I didn't even interview until like March 10th or something. It was crazy. And so um, you know, I, I, they, they asked me if I could get there quickly and I basically packed up my house and put it on the market and it sold within 24 hours. Um, uh, it was a couple of years ago. So the crazy housing market was just kind of starting. Uh, and within three weeks I was living in Charlotte, uh, from Bloomington, Illinois. I was down in central Illinois at the time. You're also helping others and you coach them through the whole process of relocating because you've experienced it yourself. So your superpower is really how you quickly adapt is really how we all dream of doing. We don't really want to have a move that's a nightmare. We rather right. want to have something where you essentially start a new life and have all the joy that goes along with exploring this place and really benefiting from it. That's wonderful. And, you know, yeah. it sounds like your superpower is shared too. And you have this amazing program, which we will talk about in a little while, but I would love to know, it sounds like smooth sailing, you move from place to place. Has there ever been a challenge in your life? I would love to know about the biggest challenge and how you overcame it. Oh, I've had lots of challenges. Um, I think probably the biggest challenge, you know, if I'm taking a step back uh, in regards to relocating, I came from Chicago and Chicago is a very family oriented town. And when I wanted to move to California, everybody thought I was crazy, you know, and we had kind of a rubber band radius around my grandparents on both sides. Right. So everybody lives kind of within a 30 minute window of, you know, of them. And it was one of those things where I was like, how do I tell them that I want to go and leave them, but I'm not leaving them. I just want to go and like, you know, see and explore and, um, And we didn't really have the internet. I mean, the internet was kind of just born in, you know, like the late nineties. I left in 2002. So it was still very much like, don't believe what you read on it. Um, And so one of my biggest challenges, I mean, originally going out there and, and mind you, my parents, you know, supported my dream of moving to California, but they didn't want me to go. You know, my dad is uh, very protective and, you know, he's like, well, I'll go with you. And so the movers come. And they, you know, pick up my stuff and they say, okay, you have 2000 pounds worth of stuff. And I said, okay. And, um, we decide we're going to drive. He wanted to go see the grand Canyon. He had tried once before and what, for whatever reason, those plans fell apart. So we're, you know, on our way to Arizona, um, to kind of take that route to San Diego. And I get a call from my movers. And I said, oh, are you calling to tell me that, you know, you guys are ahead of schedule, you know, being the optimistic person I am. And he goes, well, no, actually I'm at a way station in Yuma, Arizona. And, um, it turns out you have 2000 more pounds than we anticipated. And I said, what do you mean? And he goes, oh yeah, yeah. We must've weighed the truck wrong the first time. And I said, well, that's impossible. Like, I don't have a car that you added to it. I had like a bedroom set, some books and like my clothes. Uh, which I do have a lot of shoes. So, I mean, I was thinking like, maybe they, but no. And so 
I took their phone. And so I said, what do I do? And they said, well, you need to send us a, um, you need to wire us another couple thousand dollars. And I was like, I don't have another couple thousand dollars. Like I, you know, I had kind of just saved enough to like get there, put money down on my apartment, um, you know, live for a month or two. I, I was starting a new job like a week later. And so I, at the time we, I had found them through the better business bureau. And so I called the Better Business Bureau. I said, what do I do? And she goes, well, call the FBI. And I was like, you call the FBI. Like, what are you talking about? And she goes, oh, no, no. They have a, you know, Department of Transportation has a whole, um, you know, fraud and scam logistics type um, department. And you call them, you open a case, and then they call you. So we had to go. I, I did get an FBI agent signed and we had to go to the way station. We had to pull all my stuff off the truck and, uh, they reweighed the truck. And then we put all my stuff on and the FBI agent helped me. And then it turns out I only had 1500 pounds worth of stuff and they charged me for 2000. So I not only got money back, but they followed us to San Diego. And, um, when I got to my new apartment, somebody had been squatting there, squatting there. So it was like, this was my first moving experience. My parents, they never said like, see, I told you so, but it was like my first time when I was really like, man, I need to keep track of what's happening because I, I know I'm going to want to move other places in the world. And you know, this is, this was kind of my big first time I ever had like a really big deal happen. So that was probably my biggest challenge, but I've been moving since. And I've learned every time. Wow. What a story. <laughs> Oh, it's crazy. And it would have been so tempting to, to say, you know what, I'm just going to wire you the money. Well, yeah. I mean, they were holding it hostage. There was literally nothing I can do. They said, you want your money or you want your stuff back. You know, you're going to wire this money in, in the next 24 hours. And I said, well, where do I even wire it to? I don't even know. Like I had never even done any of that. So, um, but yeah, a lot of people pay the money and, um, I'm very, uh, when I need to challenge somebody, I will, but I always make sure that I do it in the right way. So it was a little comforting having an FBI agent call them first and say like, no, it's not really what's going to happen. Cause they were threatening to leave my stuff there. Yeah. And of course that was, you know, when did you say that was, that was 2003, 2003. So here we are 20 years later. So those $2,000 probably now have turned easily into 10. <laughs> yes. And the scams that. are so so much more sophisticated now. So uh-huh. because crazy. nowadays, you know, that they know that it's not that easy just to drive to the weighing station and pick up your things. And that many people might not know how to call the Better Business Bureau, or the FBI. So they definitely right. take advantage. And yes. of course, they might not be as business savvy as you are. So this is something that's amazing that you turned this around because the way that I look at it, you experience it firsthand. And now you're also sharing this experience and helping others um, don't go into these scams and uh, spend your money this way. Well, I mean, most people would just not move again, you know, and they would just stay put. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. I've got many questions to ask before I move again, you know? So, but yeah, that was, that was probably like my biggest, scariest challenge that I've ever had. Um, I've had a moving experience. And when you talked about the 2000 uh, pounds, I thought, I don't remember really what our truck weighed, but they packed up our house. And then they asked me, do you have any other things? Um, That was when we moved from Arkansas to California. Mm -hmm. And I said, oh, in fact, I do. 
it's my my office. So there is still my office on campus where I have multiple other boxes and I already packed them up and they say it's all about how many boxes. And I said, yeah, you know, maybe five or something like that. I just kind of like, I was like, I don't know. I haven't finished putting everything in boxes. I'm just estimating at this point. Right. And so they just added like an arbitrary number to um, the weight and in this particular case, I have to tell you, Marriott, I had totally one because it was not five boxes. Oh, no. like something more like 25 because it was oh, all books. I was just going to say, and books are so heavy. Yeah, you, it was all my office was essentially just like all my books. And at that point, um, that was when we moved from Arkansas. I had just graduated two years prior or one year prior. Everything after you graduate seems so important. Oh, yeah. Like the last thing you want to do is open a trash can and dump everything in (laughs) my PhD. And I thought everything is probably something I will need in my life. Right. That's maybe also an experience that you have when you're moving that at the beginning, just everything seems oh so important. And then you get somewhere like, why in the world did I pack all this? I know. Um, Yeah. So we got to California um, and they told me that they totally underestimated how heavy that office would be and how much that added to the truck but they were super nice about it they said it was our fault um we should have just picked up those boxes and waited so it's totally cool because I think there was a a clause in the contract that if they are the ones that underestimated it there's no charge so I was very lucky Yes. But um, again, that's probably the rare case of coming out, you know, on the positive side. Yeah. So, um, I would love to hear. So you talked a little bit about your dad and how um, he helped you go out there to California. But um, I would love to know, are there any other people in your life where you feel they influenced you and they helped you to get to where you are right now? Yeah, um, I, I have many people that I would consider kind of a mentor from afar. Um, but probably the one that I would say in the last three years really gave me kind of the, um, inspiration to kind of turn what I'm doing into more of a business. Cause it really is like, nobody's really heard of a moving coach. I don't know that there were, I know there's relocation specialists, but what I'm doing is kind of setting somebody up. And so having like no niche that I can easily just kind of fit into, I've heard a lot of, you know, random pieces of feedback, like, oh, that's, you know, that seems like a liability or, you know, why would anybody use a moving coach? You just pack up your stuff and move. And I'm like, well, it's not that easy. But so my, um, somebody that's been inspiring me for the last few years has been, um, Jamie Kernlima. I don't know if you're familiar with her, but she was the one that started it cosmetics. And she tells just such an amazing story about how, you know, she knew based on, um, her rosacea that she, you know, had a product that would resonate with women. And she was just told no over and over and over and over again, and going into the pandemic and just, you know, learning about myself and, you know, like even just starting a new job, like I hadn't been, um, in a position where as a, as a field rep, I had to prospect or, you know, have a, proverbial door shut in my face via the phone because I couldn't even go on campus or I couldn't go, you know, to the door of these people that I was trying to meet. And, you know, based on her hearing no over and over and over again, and she kept pushing through, like, I feel that way about my company. I feel that way about my coaching that like, I know we are, you know, we have a been a blessing for so many people. 
So, um, she's really inspired me to just keep going after kind of what I feel is important and that, you know, either changing my message to get it across. So it becomes a yes. Um, to me that like kind of confidence that somebody else has gone through it and gotten that many no's. I have not gotten a, I've not gotten a hundred no's, <laughs> but I certainly have gotten many. So I would say she's inspiring me probably the most in the last couple of years. Amazing. What a beautiful story. And I really love your background and how you turned this around and using this now to serve others. So what is your current offer? Like, how do you help people with your program? Share a little bit um, about that, because I promise at the beginning, we get a little sneak into um, what you really do currently with regard to coaching. Yeah. Well, so um, my Instagram has a ton of content. So I, I've been really trying to beef that up because I know my coaching isn't for everybody, um, but I have a framework called Fred and it's finances, robustness. So think mental and physical strength ecosystem, where you came from and where you want to go to. And then is it getting you closer to your dreams? And so what I do is I, I work with somebody to kind of niche down the dream itself and kind of refine it because sometimes people will, you know, they want to move to New York city and St. Louis Obispo, and, you know, they've got all these different places that they want to go to. Um, so we go through essentially what the dream is. And then we reverse engineer you into it through your finances, through like, how, you know, how ready are you mentally and physically? Because it's very stressful. It's, they say it's the most stressful, uh, moving is the most stressful only to, um, second to divorce. I mean, that, that puts in a perspective, like how your brain and biologically, how you react to it. And so I think the other thing is going into your ecosystem and like the people you surround yourself with and how you, um, kind of set up your, your community getting into it. I mean, I know you and I have talked about when you moved to Arkansas, you didn't necessarily feel like you fit into that community, but as soon as you moved to California, those were your people, right? So that part of it, um, you know, when you go through a move like that, it's a huge transition and you can fall into things like the six month funk. Like when you go, you probably had that in Arkansas where you're just like, oh my gosh, what did I do? This isn't, this isn't me, you know? And then you've you spent all the money you've moved, you pay, you're in a lease and like all that stuff. So, um, when I do one-on-one -on -one coaching, it's really a six month program that I take somebody through all of those things, uh, one month at a time, along with mindset training. And then typically by the six month, it's, it's, it's kind of the sweet spot. Six to 12 months is when, um, people typically move and, and then we go through logistics and like the tips, tricks, and, you know, scams to avoid. <laughs> so, um, but a lot of the content that I'm producing, uh, can be found for free on, uh, LinkedIn or on, uh, Instagram. I know I'm going to be doing more from a, a reels and, um, video perspective just to, uh, kind of document my own journey and kind of what I'm kind of feeling and thinking about in potentially moving back to Chicago myself. So. Oh, amazing. And of course, now we are all curious um, because <laughs> you told us you're going to, you moved 18 times. Uh -huh. Sounds like the 19th is coming up here. It might be. Yep. It'll be, that would be 19 in 24 years. So yeah. ugh, yes, like that. a lot. Yeah. That, you know, and I wonder, is there one item that you take along to every single place? Because I know there are some people that are really good about just shedding, but I would love to know what is it? Is that like one item where you're like, oh, live without this thing? Yes. And it's it, it's going to sound so vain. And nope. Christiana, I promise it's not. Nope. But I have this seven foot by four foot mirror. And I am not even kidding you. It is the most beautiful thing. It's um, very ornate. And it's a funny story. I was going with my mom to pick up um, chairs and tables for my brother's graduation party. And at the time I had already been in corporate America for four years. 
And um, so I, I saw it in like a, a clearance warehouse, you know, area. And I said, how, and I asked the sales rep, like, how much is this mirror? And he said, oh, I, I don't know. It's very expensive. And I said, okay, well, you know, subjective. So tell me, um, can you find out? Cause I, I would, I just, it's just beautiful. And so he goes back and he comes back and he's like, I told you it's, it's really expensive. And I'm like hanging on every word. And he's like, it's $150. And I was like, oh my gosh, do you have any more? I will take them all. Oh my gosh. It's beautiful. And it's just beautiful. It's just very ornate. I'll have to send you a picture of it. Um, but it's got, it, I mean, it has been crated up. It's been boxed up. It's, it has gone with me to every single house and there's always some place in the house. That's just absolutely perfect for it. So, um, I know. I just love it. So that's, that's kind of like my gift from home. So if you ever write a book, it should have the name of the mirror in it because it sounds like it's the, not like the sisterhood of the traveling pants, <laughs> but the story of Merit on the Move with the mirror. Yeah. Yeah. It mirror. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it totally is. I mean, I've seen myself in every single place in that mirror. So mm, mirror, um, mirror on the wall. Where's Marriott moving? After yeah, all, in the fall, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we have so, something um, here, totally. We have, <laughs> we oh have my all gosh. like play on words. They yeah. love it. <laughs> so fun. So well, fun. how can people reach you? Like, if they want to get a hold of you, whether that's um learning about your Instagram or your resources, we're just getting in touch with you, and they're like desperately needing somebody to help them relocate. Yeah, yeah. You can find me on Instagram. It, really, I'm Marriott's on the move. Uh, everywhere. So Instagram, um, I'm not, not really on TikTok a whole lot, but I know I should be. Um, threads. I mean, there's pretty much all my social media is Marriott's on the move or on LinkedIn is Marriott Fry. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm everywhere. My website is Marriott's on the move.com. So easy peasy. It's, it sounds amazing. And I can't wait to see um, a picture of the mirror. I might actually post this on to my Instagram when I'm sharing this uh, particular podcast episode. Absolutely. Because I know how that is about a podcast where you're kind of like, you listen to them, but then you're like, oh, well, hold on. <laughs> that one, I need to learn a little bit more about. Yes. So absolutely. With that, it went by so quickly, but we are, that's it for today's episode. We are at the end and I hope you enjoyed our discussion with Marriott Fry. So thanks for tuning in and we'll catch you next time on Happy Healthy Hustle. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. All right. That's it for today's episode of the Happy Healthy Hustle podcast. If you have any suggestions for future content or any feedback, please let me know. I would also love to share with you that I'm about to launch my journey to wellness program. And I'm sure that you as a happy, healthy hustler would love to be part of this wonderful 21-day transformational program. It gives you some quick and easy tools that you can use at home to get your health journey started. Stay tuned. And until then, we'll catch you next time. Thank you.